What's up, fam? Welcome to Snapback Sports Pod. I'm your host, Jack Settleman. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host and best friend, Reese Hoskins. Reese, what is on your mind? All right, all right, all right. Freaking, you got the Batman costume on, but you should have put Cuckman across your chest uh, at courtside at the Knicks. What's on my mind? Um, What a weekend, man. What a weekend. Let me run you through my weekend. Um, so I recently laced them, started lacing them back up, started playing hoops, just fell in love with the game all over again. You, mm-hmm. you, you stop playing for a while, you lose it, you lose your confidence. I join a league. I'm averaging like 15. You know what? Let's pull up my exact stats. My average is. <laughs> In the pregame, it was like, should I just like skip like talking about me? No, I'm averaging. So I had eight points this week, eight points, 11 assists, 10 rebounds, near triple double. I'm averaging 13, 8.7 rebounds and six assists a game Mm. on 45 from the field, 40 from three and 12 and a half percent from the line. Um, I can't make a free throw. So Friday night happens. Phillies Astros game one. Um, just like quite possibly like the craziest night I remember in, in recent memory had so many beers, so many shots of fireball was not feeling good on Saturday morning was physically spent emotionally spent. My buddy calls me up. He's like, what are you doing today? I was like, I'm going to cry and bitch in bed for the next three hours. Then I'm down to do something. He's like, you want to get some shots up? And I'm like, that, that's maybe a good way to be to hang over. So it's a beautiful day in New York City. We find an outside court. We sneak in. We're shooting around. We're playing. Some guy asks us to play three on three. Then we start playing full five on five. And I'm at the point in my life, Jack, where I can play the worst game in my entire life. If I leave the court uninjured, it is a successful um, trip to the basketball court. So this was some scarring shit. And if you see me on the streets of New York City in the next few weeks, I highly suggest you stay away from me. I've got some black magic going on right now where I'm not good luck. Um, So we're playing to 16, win by two, 15, 14. My team is up. Um, I'm playing defense right now. This guy, I'm not guarding him, but he comes down the left wing, goes for a reverse layup on the right side of the basket. I come to do help side defense from the right side of the basket. I'm probably four feet in front of him, Jack, right? He goes up for the layup. He comes down. I'm staring at him. He lands on one leg. I see his entire leg just vibrate, just mm-hmm. buckle. Every, he goes down screaming, fuck, fuck, top of his lungs. Everyone thinks he rolls his ankle. I watched this guy tear his ACL. Mm. He, he tore his ACL. And you didn't touch him, right? You didn't I didn't touch him. him. I didn't, my friend tried telling me I pulled the rug. I wasn't even guarding him. I was wow, friend's scum. Yeah, Barrett. Um, but I wanted to vomit. Absolutely. I've never witnessed anything like that in person, like on the court. Some asshole was like, we're finishing this game. I was like, what? What is wrong with you? I don't want to. <laughs> Did walk. you finish the game? Yeah, we finished a game called a dub. Um, <laughs> this guy had tore his previous ACL last year. Like same knee or different? Knee? No, different knee. Yeah, different that's too much to come Like back at some point you put down the basketball and you pick up the X game, the Xbox remote, right? <laughs> like like you're 30 something years old, you're married, mm-hmm. you're going through torn ACLs and pickup. And mm-hmm. the, the saddest part was I'm before we're even playing, me and my buddy are shooting around, and this guy just you can tell he just loves the game, right? He wasn't even mm-hmm. that good. He he really wasn't. Um, but he's out there, comes off a torn ACL last year. He's out there working on his dribbling by himself on a Saturday afternoon. He's got the compression tights on and everything. Um, So I watched this guy tear his ACL. It was the scariest, grossest thing I've ever witnessed in person that close up. And then today I go food shopping in Trader Joe's and someone falls down the escalator and hits their head and is unconscious. I I don't know. Straight up like lost consciousness. Straight up. Straight up. I don't know. Did you help? No, I didn't. I didn't witness it. I just they shut down the escalator, and I like saw the paramedics up there. Um, so I don't know what's going on with me right now. But if you see me on the street of New York City, uh, yell "Phil's in five and then and then run away because mm. God knows what's going to happen. So that whole ACL thing is kind of what's been on my mind. Other than the fact that, okay, it, one one 
we're headed back to Philadelphia, right? That's all you can ask for. It's the same thing that happened in every series. It feels like game one, uh, we lost game two, feels like the sky is falling. Um, but at the end of the day, the goal is to just take one on the road. And we got one in some of the craziest fashion. That game one, you can say nobody cares. It's playoff baseball. They don't. That game one was fucking awesome, Jack. It was absolutely awesome. Electric. Uh, I'm surprised I have a voice. It's kind of half there, half not. It wasn't there yesterday. Uh, just what what an absolute game. This team is tough as nails. They go down 5 nothing, and they just rally, and they fight, and they fight. And Castellanos, not known for his glove, makes the same play he did against Atlanta. JT with the home run in the 10th inning. It, I'm going to have a heart attack. I, like, Okay, so I was talking sweep after game one. <laughs> Yesterday, I was talking sweep. I was like, I don't think it's going to be close. Um, and then last night happens, and we'll, we'll get into it in stock up, stock down. But we didn't really look necessarily competitive at the plate. Uh, fielding errors cost us in the first inning. Wheeler didn't look good. His fastball was down. Uh, he, he wasn't hitting his spots. So that's tough to see from your ace in game two. But the fact that our bullpen looks good, that Houston crowd is literally nothing. Like, Houston, Oh, stop it. Jack, everyone was saying they weren't even booing the Phillies players during introductions. The Houston crowd was nothing. Nothing. These Houston Astros players are in for a rude fucking awakening on Halloween tomorrow night. Tonight's mischief night. They're sitting in bed, scared shitless in Center City, Philadelphia right now. I guarantee it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Good point, Casey. But uh, let me let me ask you. Let me ask you something. Sure. 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 Huge, huge comeback win. Like uh, just an an improbable win. Genuinely improbable. When plus it got to plus eleven hundred at when we were down five nothing. Yeah, just just wild win. Um, major win. I don't want to say that they dominated that game by any stretch because they dominated the first portion. You guys dominated the second portion, but eighteen innings or nineteen innings have been played. I would say they've probably gotten the better of you for fourteen or fifteen innings. For does sure. that does that shit matter at all, or it's literally like? Just separate into two nine-inning ball games. We won one; they won one. I mean, I think I think you can argue both sides depending on who you're who you're supporting, right? Like I would I would argue the latter because <laughs> at the end of the day, they can win seventeen out of eighteen innings. Like in in the St. Louis series, they won yeah. uh, probably sixteen innings out of the eighteen, but we won the series; we swept them. Um, so it's just finding ways to win, and that's what this Philly team has done all playoffs. They're the comeback kids. That's what they do. It would be nice, you're right, to not have to fucking come back every game. Yeah. That would be nice. Um, we dominated a few games like in against San Diego and Atlanta. Um, but the scary part is that kind of they're getting contributions from the guys that they have in the playoffs. Like Altuve mm-hmm. has three hits last night. Uh, Jordan had a double last night, but he wasn't great in game one. It's like... These guys have been there. They're going to get it going. Their bullpen is unbelievable. Uh, We got after Verlander and their bullpen in game one. Didn't really touch them for obvious reasons that they weren't allowed to do in game two. Um, But listen, man, all you can ask for is going back 1-1. And the, the, the scary part for me is that I'm falling into that final. Like when we lost game two against San Diego and game two against Atlanta, it felt like the sky was falling. Now, because we've won both those series, I'm talking myself into, like, we split. We did the goal. But, like, that's what all my friends are saying. And I'm just like, we're not fucking hanging a banner for stealing one in Houston. Like, we got to go win games in in Philadelphia. Um, But, yeah, sure. It has to be 3-2 at at absolute worst going back to Houston, I think, is the consensus. I would say less concern with that domination of 15 innings versus four, whatever the split may have been. More concerned with... The crazy thing is you may have the home field advantage edge as you home, you head back to Philly and you did split. But I actually think that once games one and two are done, I think you guys had the general advantage in those like with Nola Wheeler versus Verlander and, and who they threw. Now it goes into their depth. It goes into the pen. It goes into the anti. Like they are just the deeper, better team. And you – 
you need Bryce to hit 400. And this was my, this is what I asked Ben on the pod. Like, are they going to play him a different way? Will they pitch away from him? And he's, he's been productive, but it's crazy when he isn't hitting 400 and hitting two home runs through two games and four RBIs, like how different that Phillies lineup feels. You win game three, like who cares about games one and two? You lose game three and, and the pressure will be on. And that's where things can get very, very interesting, right? Who do you throw in game four? How do you manage the pen? You're playing almost like a do or die situation at home. Anxiety will be high. And that's where I think the experience edge rides with the Astros. But just like any play, I mean, Bryce series, was bad last night, sure, but he went two for four in game one with a run. Yeah, yeah. But, but, I'm saying in general, that's how crazy he was the first series, the first few series. Like it wasn't two for four and one for four. It was like four for four and and five for six. So undefeated at home in the playoffs, it still stands Phillies and five. Okay. All right. Phillies and five. Good luck to you. We are now into stock up, stock down. We will not be talking about Penn State football at all. I do want to hear a little bit about your experience in Happy Valley this weekend. Okay, I'll give you some Happy Valley talk. So went into Happy Valley late Thursday night, uh, went straight to the hotel, got some rest. Friday, we went to uh, Waffle Shop, uh, you know, the prestige of of state college so many we, we also went to uh fox big noon kickoff checked out that set reggie bush matt liner they're handing out wendy's big partners of them uh nittanyville have you ever heard oh, have they're, you ever heard they're, of- they're oh they're now partners with wendy's interesting <laughs> have you ever heard of nittanyville before yeah they, they the losers camp out right Okay, so yes, the students camp out over the course of the week. Big fan. So we checked that out. That was cool. Friday night, we went out to dinner at the brewery. Good spot. Did you Great. did you get a shish? Uh, we did get the shish. The shish was, you know. Like it's all it's, relative, brother. Yeah, it, it was good. But it's all it, relative. It's the best thing ever. Great waiter. Young kid behind us. Picture like 8 to 10 years old. Biggest Phillies fan. Was there for virtually the entire comeback. Not extras, but the whole comeback. He was so happy. So I was like almost happy for him in a in a bubble. Obviously, oh uh, Yeah, obviously once we left. Um, game Saturday. So this is actually pretty funny. I learned from the students and from just the general consensus that people like have a general despisal. I don't think that's a word for big noon kickoff. So obviously ESPN college game day has their game of the week. Fox gets the first pick of the slot. So they pick Penn state, Ohio state. By people, you mean the Penn state fans? No, but like every home fan base, because what they said was like, normally we would get college game day in this spot. The game would be at seven 30 and it's a commuter school. So people are going to come from Pittsburgh and, and, you know, Philly three hours and no one's going to wake up at six, get to the tailgates at nine, be in the stadium by 11 versus you could go to game day, you could tailgate for five hours, go into the stadium. So that was interesting. Like there was to earn that. And, And Penn state football, doesn't earn that they stink. no you you would have been you would have been you would have been game day they, they, really. they freaking stink they're throwing out a quarterback who pays for his own health insurance he's so old he's actually older than jalen hurts which is fucking crazy, crazy. um and i didn't watch a second i no, i did after i saw the kid tear his acl i came back um it was the fourth quarter i believe we were up 21 16 <laughs> when i dropped my my bag off and i went downstairs no first what i did I saw we were up. I realized I'm a smart human being. Mm-hmm. I went on my app. I bet on Ohio State Live because, like, I'm at that point where I hate this team, so I might as well, since I know them, I'm going to make money. Minus 105 for Ohio State Money Line Live. I go, I order a wrap downstairs. I come up six minutes later in real American time. And we're down nine points. It, it was just, mwah, mwah. it was crazy. It, it was really crazy. Uh, the fans are definitely not fans of Sean, which is sad, but I, I'm with them now at this point. Look, he's committed six years of his life trying to be the Penn State quarterback. It sucks that he gets booed in one of his final games. But There's anyways, a reason he has to be there for six years because he fucking sucks. State College and, and Beaver Stadium is Actually, I've only been once before, and I was probably one of the drunkest I've ever been. So I don't remember anything besides the pizza cones, which are fire. But it's a small stadium, but like still is 80,000, maybe 100,000. 
dude, it is, but it feels really, really small, which was a really cool feel. I like that state college is like the college town, but it's like too collegey. Obviously, you know, you know what that means. So and you're also 26. So yeah, yeah, that's for that's sure. Factor but that oh, yeah, what I was gonna say was Friday night after the brewery, I tried going just to check out, see the old spots where the kids used to hang. So Champs, you know Champs Sports mm-hmm. Bar downtown. That that came your senior year, right? Maybe junior year, but yeah. When I say there were a thousand. I'm I, For sure. I I don't I don't know about that. No, no, no a in line to yeah. get into the bar. Yeah. A thousand people waiting in line and and it was sixty dollars to cut the line. If I have a solo, maybe final comment. Obviously, I brought Hallie. She replaced the intern for the weekend. She was like, this is so weird. Like they're all watching the Phillies World Series. Like when we were in school, like they would have never been doing that. I was no like, shit. I was like, of course they would have been watching the game if on Halloween if you were in school. They like just I was like I was in my apartment on a Saturday afternoon watching the Eagles Falcons in wild card divisional round of weekend. Course. Like of course, no shit they weren't watching the Phillies because we hadn't made the playoffs in a decade. <laughs> right. All right, stock up, stock down. Uh, my first stock up, stock up, Call of Duty. Uh, Call of Duty, good oh, video God. game better at uh distracting kyler murray from success look kyler k1 played great today but the vikings win um and that cues my 1b of stock up which is fraudulent behavior mm-hmm. you know week what are we in week nine already week, are eight. We, week, week eight it's only week eight yeah eagles are seven and i already had their bye yeah okay so week eight it, it takes time. You know what they say in life? It's a big mantra. It's like uh, the true colors will be shown. Right. Sometimes it just takes a little bit of time. But fraudulent behavior was prevalent in week number eight. First of all, Kenny Pickett. Uh, First off, like, started on Thursday night with fucking single Tom. Yeah. Tom, How do you feel Tom about Lamar a... not only being a running back, but also now a home wrecker? Home record, undefeated versus the GOAT, running back. It doesn't matter what you call him, pay the man. Kenny Pickett, fraudulent. Najee Harris, I mean, I don't know. Reed Cezilla, three, 535 consecutive days, and I think this was Najee's worst day ever. Derek Carr, look, I, I get there was a period of time in 2016 where he was an MVP candidate. My fantasy I mean, that guy is a fraud. Kyler Murray, fraudulent. Trevor Lawrence, this one hurts to say. He just like might not be that good. We'll I don't think he's we'll get it. Move on from Trevor Lawrence. Okay, okay. Zach Wilson, hilarious. Move like the four and zero thing was hilarious. Uh, Daniel Jones, I'm I'm gonna let him slide. I, I don't think he was fraudulent. I think he's been playing exactly how he has all year. It's just the giant. No, he hasn't been turning the ball over. That's the difference. But like like I said, the true colors were shown, and then the Rams. I. I get the Super Bowl hangover. I get the team, the salary cap, the draft picks, all that stuff. But, like, still a little shocked. I mean, it's also, that. like, are we shocked that San Fran owns them in the regular season? Yeah, yeah. Abs- right, so absolutely owns up. them. Uh, my first stock up goes out to Mets fans. You know what? You guys have had um, some a downfall, right? You guys had a great season, 100 wins. Um, and then you get bounced by the Padres, swept. Some would say embarrassed. Maybe I wouldn't. And then you have to watch the Phillies play the Braves. And now the Philly, your division rivals in, in the World Series against um, a team that cheats. Um, but I, I want to apologize to Mets fans. I was right there when you lost in game three to San Diego, uh, saying you went out like a sorry loser, calling out Joe Musgrove for uh, using the sticky stuff. And the Astros are still fucking cheating. They are. <laughs> like, forget the sticky stuff that Framber Valdez was obviously using last night, wiping off, switching gloves left and right. The Joe Davis, the commentator during the game, I don't know if you listened to the game with audio last night, Jack. In the second inning or something, or third inning, Martin Maldonado comes to the plate. He just casually drops the fact that Martin Maldonado, who had an RBI in game one, was using an illegal bat. And the MLB found out he was using an illegal bat in game one. No, 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 no. Like, I'm just, I'm not saying like, I care way more about the sticky stuff that Valdez was using in game two. But the fact that the Astros can just like do this and it just gets swept under the rug. Like, 
he just casually brought up was like, yeah, now he switched over his bats tonight. First off, the, the funny part about this whole story is Martin Maldonado is using a bat that got outlawed 12 years ago. At the time, this was a bat that Albert Pujols gave him. Albert Pujols has been allowed to use an illegal bat for 12 <laughs> years just because he was grandfathered into it. Crazy. It's, it's not absolute, a number on your jersey. Like, it, it's, 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 I, okay, maybe finish the season. Sure. 12 years using an illegal bat? That's, first off, how many, that's the longest grandparent of all time. Ever. Um, but no, Mets fans are crying about the Padres cheating. And you cannot sit here. Even Yankees fans are acknowledging it, who hate Phillies, who hate the Astros, who are probably in shambles this World Series. Everyone's acknowledging. The Valdez shit, Jack, was weird last night. Wiping the his hands all part. over the, the ball. Glove, the glove was – no, see that? I don't know. Wiping his hand on the pants as he's going in for the fifth inning. And I get it, right? I get that the the umpires check every single inning, and that's where I like kind of lose my – validity in this argument it's like well they do check every inning but you switch gloves come on the come glove on. was weird the glove was weird but hey the ump had a perfect night the perfect night look if there were robot umps they would call perfect night every night and they could have robots who check the hands and the substances which would be a perfect check but here's you the, don't want to here you want the vagueness of the game brother here's what i don't understand why don't we check before the inning Seems like a no-brainer. Seems like a no-brainer. I, I, I don't disagree with you. It's not up to Mets fans because you bitched about the Padres cheating and the Astros are still doing it right in front of our face. I think someone tweeted, like, I don't know why, like, we talk about cheating in baseball like it's sunflower seeds and high socks at this point. Like, it's just a thing. And it it's is. bullshit. It's part of the game. Like, That's what they said. When this way, then, then so be it. But they're coming into the jungle tomorrow night and for the next three nights. Stock up number two goes to scoring three touchdowns. I don't actually think Derrick Henry scored a third touchdown. I think he just had two. But if you score over, if you have over 215 yards on the ground, that counts as a third. For Four me. straight times against the Houston Texans. How is that even remotely possible? Deontay Foreman, hook him horns with three touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey threw for one, caught one, and ran one in. And A.J. Bean, three receiving touchdowns. In the first 25 minutes of a game, three touchdowns in a game is crazy. It's even crazier when he put it in the perspective of, like, I can't hit a forget touchdown a, better. Forget, forget a game. Three touchdowns in a half, Jack. Yeah, that's special. AJB had it in a half. And not to mention, I mean, he just absolutely daddied Minka Fitzpatrick and the Pittsburgh mm. secondary. And Jalen Hurts, with on, I think it was on his first touchdown pass was one of just the greatest dimes I've ever seen in my life. The guy is no, not the first one. The first one he just he said, Oh, AJ's down there. Oh, that was yeah, that was a fucking down there somewhere. Second one was a dime. (laughs) Um, but yeah, these guys today felt like a a good fantasy day, right? Felt like there was a lot of scoring around the league. Yeah. Which uh maybe a market correction. Yeah, no, I I had um I had Foreman and Fields on the bench. That was fire in exchange for Brian Robinson and Malik Willis. They had four points combined. So yeah, that was great day. Great day. Well, well, yeah. My second stock up goes out to the Phoenix Suns, the Boston Celtics, and the New York Knicks. Those who of which who did not leverage all of their future assets mm. and packages for Kevin Durant in this offseason. However, you will soon be able to again. Because really? what is going on in Brooklyn is a fucking disaster. And at, they already... Jack, we're six games into the year. The Lakers haven't even done this yet, and they're already doing a players-only meeting. That's <laughs> oh, they never, have the be- nice, nice. That's nice. never a good sign. You've got Kyrie. Is the players-only meeting ever just like a players' dinner, like where they're just chilling or watching? Yeah, I don't or know. Is- You've got like Kyrie, the- who is just—I I don't even want to give him and Kanye and and Antonio Brown the time of day. And I think Kyrie's a different story than Antonio Brown and Kanye. But you got him talking out of his ass. I mean. The way that Ky- Kyrie Irving, shout out to the Nets beat reporter that that went back and forth yeah. with him last night because that's a great job. And shout out the Nets PR for not shutting it down because they're finally calling out Kyrie for this bullshit. He's back and forth. What Kyrie did last night, we all know the Alex Jones story. He essentially said, like, we talk about like artists, right, Jack? Like, nah, I don't really like his his new stuff, but his old stuff bangs. Like, Kyrie is such a fucking nitwit. And it, it's it's disrespectful. It's annoying. The Nets keep losing basketball. I saw a tweet that was like, 
I don't know who tweeted it, but it, it was accurate in my opinion. It's like Kevin Durant used to be able, and by used to, it was probably like two years ago, right? He would go out there, drop 30 efficiently, and you'd be like, him. he dominated that game. Like, mm. this is the best player in the world. He still does that, but it doesn't have the feel of, at He's all controlling the it's, game. It's He's just like, like they need 30 like or they're going to lose calorie 30. It's an yeah. empty calorie 30. You've got Simmons who thinks they can be the best team in the league. I genuinely think you have the owner tweeting about Kyrie and all of his bullshit. Nash is, is horrendous. They're going to blow this up, Jack. I, I think they're going to blow this up and shout out the Knicks. Shout out the Celtics. Shout out the Suns for not leveraging their future for mm. Kevin Durant at the time, because now you have the opportunity to do it again. Mm, okay. All right. Stock down number one goes to cheating. I wrote teachers are losers. It actually it actually works. Yeah, stock down to hating on cheating. The Astros are they're lit right now. I don't care. It's one of those things where like I I think we've actually talked about this before. Once it's done, I don't care how you won the game. I don't care if it was deer antler spray in 2012. I don't care if it was stealing signals in 2016. I really don't care. So, as an unbiased party, if the Astros want to totally, cheat, totally unbiased. If the Astros want to cheat, cheat your ass off. Hey, and man, win they the said it series. best in kicking and screaming: play dirty, but don't get caught. Um, listen, right hand up. If the Phillies weren't in the World Series, I could give a fuck. I'd be rooting for the Astros if the Phillies weren't in the World Series, yeah. probably. And shout, shout out uh, Kyle Schwarber for uh, for stealing a base and stealing a taco. Oh, I mean, um, well, the Kyle Schwarber stuff last night was crazy. That. That umpire who called that home run fair should be fired and never allowed to umpire an MLB game ever again. Robots. 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 We need the robots. Uh, my first stock down goes, and you, you alluded to it a little bit earlier, the 2021 QB class. Mm. Trevor Lawrence, nope. Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin mm. Fields, Mac Jones, Kyle Trask, Kelly Oof. Munn. Davis Mills, Ian oh. Book, and oh, no. the jury's still out on Sam Ellinger, so we'll give him a pass. Yeah, yeah give Sam. And we'll Sam give him a pass. Him. But like, listen, I'm not saying any of these guys can't go on to be good, right? Trevor Lawrence, it's like weird, right? It's like he's mm. not that good. Like he hasn't really taken any jump. He still makes boneheaded mistakes. He has a little Wentz in him. Zach yeah. Wilson has a lot of Wentz in him. He just Trey Lance, sucks. Trey Lance, a little bit of an unfortunate situation. My point being. Like I said, none, all these quarterbacks, one of them or two of them can turn out to be good. However, it feels like every single year in the QB class, we see one, two, maybe even three guys who are showing you that jump. Who are, who are no, but none of these. Yeah, even Hurts Tua right now. Like they have none of progressed. None of these quarterbacks are showing you any type of jump. They are the same quarterback that they were last year. And this is an awful quarterback class. So, so, so I almost wonder on a serious note, so obviously you've got like the Lamar at not even though, like really think about, I would say not even Burrow, dude, like I guess Mahomes, but once again, okay, sorry. I'm like going through all the quarterbacks recently. Can you name a quarterback who in his rookie season has looked ready? Now Lamar went six and zero as a starter, but like he couldn't throw the ball. Josh Allen was a, was an amplification. Mahomes, it was his first year, but he sat for a year and a little and changed behind Alex Smith. Like Pat Burrow, he got hurt, but like he did not look full. Uh, you know what until it is? Your... Dak, Dak Prescott. He looked good as a rookie. He like won thirteen games as a rookie. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but he won thirteen, but, and, and the Mac Jones made the that's... playoffs in his rookie year, albeit he was just he was game managing. My, right, he was my game point managing. Is, what is, I guess, what is the balance? Turns between, out being a quarterback is hard. That for sure. But what's the balance between getting live game reps versus having proper amount of time to assimilate? Because nowadays, every top 10 quarterback, every top 15 first rounder really is thrown into the fire. And traditionally, that was not the path that happened. So there are some like Allen, who is obviously better the more reps he gets throughout you know, his rookie season. But obviously, he has the chance to progress versus players like Zach Wilson, players like Lawrence, where it's just like from day one, they haven't been good. It's and right. it could Even, ruin them. Right. And it's like these quarterbacks like. In previous draft classes, even if they're bad two years in, 
I'm going to be a little bit cliche here, but with a lot of them, you can see they got that dog in them. Yeah. You can't find me a single quarterback that I just named on this list. Football aside, if we're talking about MILF hunting, that's a different story mm-hmm. that has that dog in him. Yeah. Even Sam Ellinger today couldn't go out there and, and beat the commanders. Ah, that's tough. That was a Hail Mary away. But my stock down number two, you said stock up. I'm going to go stock down. Look, I, you know, IQ is my guy. I think Toppin, if he got minutes, he could be the guy. I'm excited for Quentin Grimes to come back. And whoever we draft with our next three first round picks, I'm sure I'll love them too. Well, it's whoever Brooklyn drafts. But would you want yeah. Kevin Durant? No, I don't want KD. No, I, and we, we talked about that over the summer. It was like, if you're a contender, true contender, go for it. But but makes no sense for the Knicks. Um, God, I mean, just I've said the allure of adding a star to Madison Square Garden and then watching it. Shout out SeatGeek, VIP experience, use code snapback, incredible time, official ticketing partner of Rocket Mortgage Arena. It was fun, but he dropped 38 and 12. He's dunking on people. He's making eight of 13 from three. Donovan, you see R- you're talking about. Yeah, you see R.J. Barrett on the other side of the floor who played well. He just didn't get many shots up for some reason. But, like, there's levels to this shit. By the way, Spider can't guard anyone. He is one of the worst defenders I've ever seen, so that is accurate. But there's levels to this thing, and Brunson is the guy. He will be a great point guard for the He's Knicks. He's the guy. He's got the patch. He's the guy, but he ain't the guy who's going to win you. He'll win nah, you some he's, games. He's the boy. He's not the guy. Exactly. And and Donovan Mitchell, my goodness. And there was one point in the fourth quarter, Knicks lost the quarter by over 20 points. They're up by eight, headed in, and they, they lost by 14 points. Mitchell hits a three on the left wing and just a stare through the soul of the Knicks bench that felt intentional, felt. that felt like, hey, Dumbasses. You see the four guys on the end of your bench who aren't playing right now? That's me. I'm him. So, I mean, it's tough because, and I've for a long time been a Donovan Mitchell, not hater, but truther, I would say. Um, I've, I've, truther, truther in defense of Ben Simmons. I've since reversed my stance in that Donovan Mitchell was my rookie of the year and he, he, he was robbed of the reward. But he goes to Cleveland, and there's no denying that Donovan Mitchell is playing the best basketball of his career oh, right now. The beginning he's, of the season, he's averaging. It's, I think he what's he averaging right now? He's averaging 31, 31, six and a half, six and a half assists, five rebounds on forty seven percent from the field, forty percent from three. Like the frustrating part, I mean, just talking from a basketball standpoint, is Dean Wade scored a career high twenty two, and Kevin Love had twenty eight points in the year of twenty twenty two. That should never happen. Mitchell shit's gonna happen. They get Garland back. That team is for real, for real. But I'm gonna turn this in a positive note. Not for the Knicks. We know what the Knicks are. They're Quentin Grimes away. But fantasy football trade deadline has to be rapidly approaching. Does it happen the same time as the? Um, like NFL trade deadline. I don't know when the fans, I don't know. Point, point is consolidation is key. You have Tyler Boyd, you have Deontay Foreman. You've got, uh, you got Nick Folk who made five field goals today. I have Tyler lo- Boyd and Nick Folk. And you're looking at Derrick Henry and you're like trying to, to, you're like, ah, is it too much to give up? No. Consolidate into one guy, trade three first round picks, trade three young guys and get Donovan Mitchell. Take that advice for your fantasy football team. Consolidate into stars. That's the key. Do I have another stock down? I mean, I can. Oh, wait, I do. My second stock down, not going really to move on sports real quick, goes out to creativity. It's Halloween tomorrow. Happy Halloween. Everyone trick or treat appropriately. Uh, creativity is down all across the board. Uh, Jack, you do not fall into this category, so do not take any offense to this. If I have to see another fucking Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker, <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. Second, here, here is a, a, a tip. And, and let me know if you're with me on this. This Eagleson, don't mark this down because this is fact, but this is going to sound like hating. If you, you and your girlfriend, whomever, go as a costume and you post it on social media and you have to post another picture with mm. the reference of the costume, it's not a good costume. Plain see, and simple. I, see, I, I've in a little bit of a disagreement mm-hmm. there because I've got a friend, I'll, I will show you after the pod, who, po- who dressed up, I knew the fit, 
but but the absolute identicalness to the cot was impressive. But I hear you. Most no, times, okay. My point is, if you have to post a picture to tell people what you are, like you could post a picture of if you went full Batman makeup, hired a makeup artist, and you posted it. Yeah. The same one that did the makeup um, in the movies. Sure, you can post that. But if your purpose of posting a picture is to tell people to what you the are, air. Yeah, yeah. that's a bad costume. Plain, yeah. And listen, right hand up. I went as a Phillies player the last two nights. I wore my jacket right here. wore my Phillies Cole Hamels jersey. I didn't dress up this year. I'm mm -hmm. focused on winning uh, a World Series, which a lot of you wouldn't even know about. Um, so I, I maybe I shouldn't be throwing stones. But my point is, enough of the – Travis Barker, Courtney Kardashian. Um, don't do the Jeffrey Dahmer shit. That's terrifying. And uh, Casey looks like Jeffrey Dahmer. Do you know about this? Does he have the glasses? He's in the glasses. Yeah, that was gonna be our costume, and we we're gonna. I was gonna be like Deshaun. I think Watson's that's a quick meet, way to get canceled. And we we're gonna like, yeah. I think that's a quick way to get canceled. Yeah. All right, we'll move along. Uh, yeah. Shout out, Katie had Penn State and the over on Saturday. Just one of the sharpest that we know. Um, Monday football preview. We are in Cleveland, my second home, my second city. Bangies versus the Browns. Cleveland. Yeah, can I get a Cleveland update? With last time you were there, Jack, you had said that Cleveland is is very much on the up. You're proud of them. You're happy yeah. to be there to support the town. It's a good city. Where's Cleveland at? Maybe a year later or so. I think you were there for I the All Star game last year. Yeah, I mean, gr absolutely great. Um, you know, op opportunity experience today at the Cavs game. Cavs arena was pretty popping Sunday night, six o'clock. Obviously, the game's tomorrow, but still great crowd. I did a little uh, engagement farming today. Uh, you know, I said Cleveland's the most underrated city in the USA. Got 800 plus likes on that tweet. So Cleveland's treating me well. We went to lunch with Chase Winovich, a Cleveland Brown today. That was fun. I, Cleveland's got food, man. It's it's got food. Well, kind of. I mean, I'm sure they have restaurants. Yeah. Yeah, they got they had good wings. I had a little pokey bowl today. The Glizz and do me a favor and look up what Cleveland, Ohio, like is known for their food. Like their There's style no of food. Yeah, like their the, cheesesteak or like a, a what's their vibe? Like yeah, Philly, New York pizza, Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. Like I don't Cincinnati know if they is chili, which is just poverty. But um, yes, but but uh, we ate at Marble Room last year or in in All Star Break. It was fantastic steakhouse. So Cleveland, look, it's Cle once again, it is Cleveland as it says down here. It's Cleveland, full stop. But I I think it's underrated. That doesn't mean it's the goat. It's just underrated. Anyways, Monday of football. Jamar Chase out six weeks, four to six weeks on the IR with a hip injury. Me too. Did you see how the really? Bengals are, are are diagnosing this thing? Oh yeah, nah. Shout out, shout out the Bengals because they got their guys back. Right, they're just like, yeah, he's fucked, but we think he's built different, so we're not going to put him on the IR. Respect, respect. like absolute respect. respect. I wish yeah. my team would do that. So Cincinnati is playing some of the best football outside of the top three teams. They're Ooh, five and. Hold on, sorry. Uh, Cleveland is known for their corned beef sandwiches, apparently. Where? Where? Eagleson, look up the best corned beef sandwich in Cleveland. I'm Have a corned beef guy. I'm, I love corn. I mean, who doesn't love corned beef? Um, since he four and three right now, four and three or five? Yeah, four and three, playing great football. They've won uh, three or four. They're looking good. Cleveland, on the other hand, only two and five, not looking as hot, obviously, but big opportunity. You know, you can move Cincy to four and four, move Cleveland to three and five you're a game back with a tiebreaker it feels like a browns type of night you know like they were plus three and a half you think since he blow out give me the breakdown I, I don't think since he blow out i just think we're at a point first off i think the browns are trash i think mm -hmm. jacoby Brissett's over this whole thing it's just like get me to deshaun watson i'm i'm, I'm sick of this yeah, bullshit yeah. but cincinnati is so right now the afc and, and i guess the league in general is well it's the eagles the bills and the chiefs and then there's, in my opinion, and Eagleson, shut your mouth, two teams that are trying to prove themselves as to being included in the conversation with the Bills and the Chiefs, and that's the Bengals and that's the Ravens. I think the Bengals are farther along than the Ravens, obviously. Uh, the Dolphins are not in that category. but And the Bengals have – they started out slower. I think they were, what, one and three or something? Two, yeah. One and two, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, and since they've been playing great football, the offense seems to be like what it was at the end of last year. 
which we all agree last year was lightning in a bottle. But you go to the Super Bowl, we have to hold some weight to, or we just have to. So I think Cincinnati's in that in that spot where they now are like they want to try and be as cute as possible. They want to mm-hmm. go out there and show everybody that last year wasn't a fluke. They they've, they've corrected what went wrong in the beginning of the year. Obviously, having having Jamar Chase out hurts, but this feels like that moment where Tuesday morning first take we're like. Can Cincinnati compete with the Bills and the Chiefs? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And when the division. All right. I feel you because this was the week. of. That wasn't hating on the Ravens, by the way. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. This was the week of fraudulent behavior where everyone showed their true colors. They took off the costume. If this game was Sunday at one o'clock, I'm with you. This is Monday Night Football on Halloween. Divisional battle. A do or die game for the Cleveland Browns. Desperation is in the air. I'll be dressed up as Spider-Man or Batman. It's unclear what we'll be rocking for game day. It just feels like one of those nights under the lights, on the water, windy, freaky, on the, run the football. There's water in yeah. Cleveland? Yeah, they, they're on the lake. That's the thing about – is that the thing? About, that's Michigan. But there, there's lakes and there's waters and the river. and It's cold. It's chilly. That Cincy offense needs heat and space to operate. Jack, and it they just, play in the same state. What are you talking about? I'm just telling you that's the vibe. The Cleveland Browns will win the game on Monday Night Football. I don't know why. I don't know how. I think by running the football. I think by making Burrow uncomfortable. I just have. I just think that it's going to happen for the Browns. If not, since he's good and the, the Browns are dead, and we'll bury them on uh, Wednesday spot. Similar to how, and I was with you, um, it's kind of the same rationale as to why we both thought that the Packers were going to beat the Bills tonight. Mm. As it stands right now, the Packers are down 24 to 10. I think they're kicking a field goal with 10 minutes left in the third. And you and I said, I don't really know how, don't really know why. They're not better, not even close on paper, how they're playing. Feels like the Packers win this game. Feels like you're using that same rationale with the Browns, and it's not necessarily working out for the Packers. Tay Graham says, dude, it's freezing in Cincy too. We'll be fine. Tyler says Jack Browns 47 degrees in Cincy. I don't know if you that's supposed to be cold. Well, I I'm just telling you, these are the vibes. It will be scary hours. Yeah, you were wearing gloves and it was 50 degrees in state college. Oh my god, it was brick, absolutely brick, which is why, and we will introduce Mr. Eagleson. Why two attack of Iloa? Because if I can't go go gloveless for forty eight degrees, then I know Tua isn't going into Kansas City in January. Isn't you guys going into in Hawaii, Alabama, and Miami? It just ain't happening. But remove the matter, and you good can evening, Andrew. Which is good evening, Amy. You know what? I'll, yes, sir. I'll, I'll continue to I'll continue to give a decent amount of respect. Go down early, shut them out in the second half. Yep. Just, I mean, holy fucking cute, but like, you got to be excited <laughs> about that because cuties can win a playoff game. They can. They absolutely I can. like the, the way the AFC is looking. Like, we're going to actually play in a playoff game. And I'm, I'm just excited about that. Okay, how on can the you, road. How can you? I hope. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Just wait one second. I hope that we go to Baltimore so badly. That is me too. It, it could happen. Yeah, no, pretty I think all parties involved want that. Yeah, no, there, there <laughs> would be no, there would be no actually. I don't think I want that because that means one of you have to win a playoff game, and that that's means true. either Lamar wins another playoff game or uh, or or Teddy or the Fins get their first in two game. decades. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see yeah. my first ever playoff win. Yeah, unlikely, yeah. but um, yeah, no, credit to you guys. Come back, win, shut them out in the second half. Mm-hmm. To a 383 touchdowns, and he this looked, is just should, what he should have had another do. one. They called it back. This, this is what cute teams do. They have inflated stats against bad teams. They convince themselves that Tua Tagovailoa is that guy. They is go that guy. 10 and seven or 11 and six. They don't win the division. They show up in the playoffs. And hey, maybe you do upset the Baltimore who Ravens. The Bengals no, no. if they win the division. No, ba- no, it could be Bengals or no, realistically, like or the, the Titans. Titans. Yeah, yeah, like you go to. Yeah. Hey, that's what we but did. If we that's go to Tennessee, we're, we're winning. We're winning in Tennessee, just like, like in week, just like you were in Week Seventeen last year. <laughs> it's different, different year, different team. 
regardless, I look, mm-hmm. it's it's something to be excited about. I'm I'm happy for I, you. I but but you're I'm, all I'm, in I'm, on gl- I'm jealous that you're excited about football right now. Cause even though my team's seven and oh and like walking to the one seed and pretty much walking to the NFC championship, I'm bored. I'm genuinely yeah. bored. So it, it, yeah. I'm glad to uh-huh. see you're excited. I'm uh I'm super excited. Like Obviously, the defense, which we kind of expected to be a lot better this year and like a lot bigger part of the team, has been actually sneaky kind of bad. I know they obviously shut out the Lions in the second half of that game, but first half atrocious, and they've had some suspect games. So that's something to, I guess, watch out for for the rest of the season. But Tua in the offense, when they're rolling, they're really good. Say whatever the hell you want about him underthrowing Tyree or Waddle. He gets the fucking ball to them, and he still makes other throws like a stop he like so many different routes i say just he does make so good he's so accurate you got you guys gave me a look when i said that no look you can't even see my eyes i'm literally in a batman batman yes look it's exciting i'm happy for you this is there's levels to it right there's the eagles boredom seven or no gonna win the division gonna be the one seed we just root for matchups if we're philly right you can beat anyone. There's really but, no matchup I root right. For. There's there's no up, but like realistically, let me give you one. The Niners healthy, like sure. you just ra- yeah, you'd rather them not come to town. You'd rather uh, I'd the love to play the Giants. <laughs> exactly. You'd rather the G Men or Washington or Seattle. Like or Minnesota. There's plenty, of, there's plenty of other options, right? You've got the Ravens who are fighting it out with the Bengals. You'll be favorites for the rest of the season besides week 17. You want to round in a form. You want to get healthy. You know the potentials there, but you know there's there's two teams that are probably better than it. And then, you know, so you are you won the game. You've won two in a row. You're somewhat okay. You see the path. Then you've got mm-hmm. the Finns. Holy shit, you're excited. I mean, five and three. You got your franchise quarterback. Like, that's that's living, man. That is living. I, like it is, and I just see it going up from here the rest of the year. They're mm. just going to keep rolling. Obviously, like we've got a pretty easy schedule. It gets a little bit harder later in the year, but yeah, you know, like I'm looking forward to it. If they can roll, and then like who knows how good this team is by the time they get to that. I'm not sure if they're fully there yet, just because of the defensive struggles. But what? Abe, do do you know how good they're? The defense? No, just the he said how good this team. Like who knows? Like I, I'm no, I, sure I'm, I'm well aware. Yeah. But hey, maybe there are others out there that are not. But they'll show. They'll they'll show them. They'll show them for sure. Um, any other any other thoughts? I have Eagleson? a question. We were talking about Eagles for a second. Go ahead, Eagleson. Um, did you guys see the? Uh, I mean, we talked about Brady and Giselle breaking up earlier. You guys did. Did you see the Florio quote that it could have been because of the Dolphins? Did you guys oh, see this? Oh, I did see, but uh, then it came out that Lamar smashed. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that would for make you... him the official go, right? Yes. I would get a Lamar Jackson tattoo. <laughs> if it came out that Lamar smashed Giselle, put him in the hall. Give him a ring. <laughs> Doesn't have to play. Absolute go. But the Brady stuff, whatever, sad. AB's a loser for going at him and whatever. I have a question, and this is irrelevant, and it's maybe just biased and annoying, but I don't really care. Jack, maybe you can speak to it because Lamar was a unanimous MVP. How does this make sense? MVP odds as it stands. Josh Allen plus 150. Jalen Hurts plus 450. Okay, sure. NFL Offensive Player of the Year odds. Jalen Hurts favored at plus 500. Josh Allen like plus 1400. Welcome to the Jalen Hurts is a running back conversation because the quarterback (laughs) doesn't win the Offensive Player of the Year award. But he did throw four touchdowns today. He did. Business. He did. So, so that that you will know actually hurt two, his and odds. And Lamar Jackson's the second favorite for offensive. That that there. will hurt his odds. And Lamar didn't run well on Thursday, so that will hurt both their odds. And you'll probably have Cooper Cup back up there. But yes, that I just is saw that. I was like, this doesn't make sense to me. Plus one fifty. Allen really look. I mean, they look like the best team. They they honestly look better than the Chiefs, man. I'm telling you, they. But like, are... what makes them look better than us? Seriously, tell their, me. Their their defense is special. 
Your defense is very good, but you no, it's you, special. Where's no, where's, no? You haven't Jack, played. Darius, you haven't played literally. That's fine. You can use the argument that we haven't played anybody. But fine. But that's, that's all. The like only they, thing you can say. But Darius Slay and James Bradbury have been the best secondary in football this year. But the that's all I need to say. They shut down Kansas City. They're shutting down Rodgers. They they've mauled people. And then okay, so that's your question. Then they have by far the best quarterback in football right now. Stefan Diggs is the best, most consistent wide receiver outside of Cooper Cup. The coaching is like, like, dude, they blow people the fuck out. And you guys beat Not Pittsburgh many. pretty decently today. But we blow them out. There's just a different level to when they're all. You can say is that they've done it against better teams, and that's fine. Yeah, but I'm not even like quarterback. Yes, Josh Allen is the best quarterback, second best quarterback in football. Probably only only people I take above Hurts are him and Mahomes. Fine, I can Mm -hmm. admit that. Mm -hmm. Point me to another unit on their team. We can talk on paper because, like, wide receivers as a group, as a weapon group. Yeah, yeah. Come on. AJ Why? Brown, Goddard, yeah. Smitty. Whoa, time out. Dallas Goddard is not a wide receiver. I'm saying weapon group. <laughs> Dallas well, Goddard has the most yards. So you're now lumping him running backs? Or you're lumping him running. Like you're talking about skill position. I'm saying just wide receiver. So they got a better quarterback. They got better wide receiver core. I don't they think have, they do. I, I, I think they do. Like Diggs is better. Gabe than Davis Brown. is sneaky, really good. Yeah, he's, 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 he's good. fine. But Smitty's there too. Other than Gabe Davis. Uh, Gabe Davis. But they, they're also deep. Like, they actually have Crowder's good. McKenzie's good. Okay, let's go. Offensive Isaiah line. McKenzie is Eagles. Defensive line. Eagles. Secondary. Eagles. Linebackers. I don't know who their linebackers are. <laughs> Me neither. But but that's – I mean, that's why the MVP tends to be the quarterback because the like gap – as, as good as Jalen's playing, though, as good as he's playing, the gap between him and Allen is, is like – Right, but this just very much reminds me – and this is obviously early, but it reminds me of the Eagles Patriots Super Bowl, where I said, "Yes, they have a better quarterback and a better coach, far and beyond." But other than that, point me somewhere where they're better than us. Like I just think we're the better team. I'm not going to say we have played anybody amazing. We did beat the six and one Vikings, but fine, <laughs> blew them out. They're six they and one. Yeah, yeah, they're the two seed right now. They're um, so bad. Let's go, Kirk. I just don't think that. Like, sure, the Bills blow people out, and they've done it against better teams, but. We're talking paper. I know paper doesn't matter. I don't see how the Bills are that much better than us. I really don't. I think they're probably. I think our biggest hole is a punt returner, and that's it. I I think five point favorites in the Super Bowl on a neutral, which it'll probably it would probably like be three, but it would really be five. Like I think, and that's a massive whatever. Hopefully, you. I'm going to Arizona next next week. I'll scope it out for you. I'll I'll let you know. We already went. We already went. Eagles, some final thoughts. Let's go, Dolphins. Excited for the rest of the season. Eagleson said he wanted the Phillies to win the World Series, by the way, before you got here. That's disgusting. I did. I, I, no, I'm happy for you, Abe. I hope you do. You're a fraud. Thank you. You're a fucking Phillies fraud. Phillies five, baby. Stabback fam, Monday of Football. If you will be there, let me know. If not, we will talk to you on Wednesday slash Thursday. Go Astros. Much love.